everyone. Welcome back inside Central Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, we'll hear from head coach Sean Payton and a couple of players as they take a look back at Sunday's win over the Kansas City Chiefs. Plus, Broncos lead writer Eric Delala joins the show for a game recap. All that and more coming up. Broncos improved to three and five and snapped their 16 game losing streak to the Chiefs with a 24 to nine win over Kansas City on Sunday. And following that win, tackle Mike McGlinchey talked about how a win like this can make this team believers. And a win like this can change an organization. And today, head coach Sean Payton agreed with that sentiment. Yeah, I, I think very. I mean, I think that confidence and all those things, um, you can point to certain moments and and I think I think it's uh, I think it's extremely important. I think look it's a quality opponent and when you beat a quality opponent you you begin to see yourself in that same light and then uh I think that I think he's right. Head coach Sean Payne also talked about how the offense found success in the running game and how they're continuing to build an identity. It doesn't have to be aesthetically pleasing to be effective. And and I think um the key is winning. And now sometimes that's going to require more balls thrown than others. You know, when you get into the four minute, you get six or seven extra runs that that you get to see in your stat line, which is fine. But ultimately the key is winning. And, and um, it's the one way where you get to control the game relative to the clock and how it's played. Whereas the other scenarios, there's a little bit less control, incomplete clock stops or, you know, but, uh, but I'm pleased with, with how that front's playing. We've got to continue to build on that with the play action game. And of course, you know, our third down numbers were better yesterday. That was important. Um, it's hard to have a good rushing day if the third down numbers aren't good. Running back Javante Williams also talked about running the ball well versus Chiefs and how he felt about his performance on Sunday. We, when we, I, I just felt like we dominated that game and, um, when when you can run the ball at the end of the game, that means you're doing something good. As long as we ain't throwing the ball, I feel like we're doing something good. I just feel like just my confidence coming back um, from the from the knee injury and all that. Um, I felt like it was it was pretty good my uh, game yesterday, but um, I could have did better. Sean Payton also went on to talk about the defense's performance versus the Chiefs and was asked if he's surprised by how quickly that units turned things around this season. You you get back to work, you go to work, and I think it's. It's never as rosy as we would like to believe, and it's never as bleak as we would like to believe. Now, that doesn't sell in your world, but that's just the truth. And so I think it first starts with the rushing game and, and our ability to defend the run. And I think those that really it would be the first tangible thing I'd point to. We've created the takeaways. The passing situations have all then gone on in our favor, and, and guys have worked hard. Uh, to, to make corrections and improve. Um, and so those would be the first things that come to my mind. You, you know, in other words, uh, being better against the run, fitting the run better. Um, I think they had 58, 60 yards rushing yesterday. Uh, and then 
situationally, our third down and red zone, uh, particularly in, in the last two games with Kansas City, have been really good. Defensive end Zach Allen also spoke to the media today and added to that, saying that he knew back in week one that it was going to take some time. It really just comes down to execution. And, um, you know, I think yesterday was probably our best like overall day of, you know, having 11 guys doing it right on every single play. And, um, you know, I've kind of had the same stance you know, from week one on, you know, it's going to take time. Just obviously there's a lot of change this off season, but, um, you know, guys are starting to settle and figure it out. And uh, I think we're in a really good place now. And Sean Payton also discussed how he approaches the bye week as a head coach. I'm going to go back a little bit in my early years as a head coach, man, our record after the bye was like, I don't, you know, gosh, it wasn't as, and Andy Reid was in Philadelphia and I called Andy up and I said, you know, what are you doing? Andy was like nine and zero after the buy. And Andy said, look, you know, I get them out of here after Monday. And if they win the game, sometimes I don't even have them come in Monday. And I said, what about the coaches? He said, I do the same thing. So we started doing that in, in New Orleans and, and started having some success. Our guys will be, are all in here today. We're meeting on the game, watching film of the game. They'll have a good break here. Everyone will be back in Monday. Uh, we'll have a prep bonus prep day Tuesday because we're playing on Monday night. And so the unusual part of next week for you, for you and everyone will be, you know, Wednesday is the day off, which is like a Tuesday, and then just do the math going forward. But to, to your question, um, we looked at, you know, who was doing a good job with it. And uh, Andy was the one that kind of really told me what he was doing. And, and so I've impl implemented that since. Now joining me here in the Broncos podcast studio for a game recap is Broncos lead writer, Eric Delala. Eric, thanks for joining me today. Back-to-back -back victory Mondays here in the Broncos facility. Yes, and it's, it's exciting. It a is exciting. A little win streak going on. It's nice. I know, it is nice. And the Broncos, I mean, they finally did it, Eric. That streak is over versus the Chiefs. Yeah, and it uh, it was definitive. It was not mm -hmm. close. I know that uh, the Chiefs certainly had some possessions there in the second half, said where they were within one possession, one score, and could have gone down the field and maybe changed the complexion of the game. But the, yeah. the Broncos defense never allowed them to do that and came up with big stop after big stop, forced turnovers, got takeaways. Um, and then the offense, you know, put the game away really with that yeah. late touchdown to Cortland Sutton, go up by uh, by 12 points, and, and really they're able to close out the game from there. And I think from a physicality standpoint, from a toughness standpoint, I was really impressed with the Broncos and the way mm -hmm. they were able to respond. It, it certainly wasn't perfect by right. halftime. The Chiefs had turned the ball over three times, and yet the Broncos only led by five points after that late fumble and field goal by the Chiefs. And, mm -hmm. and the Broncos come out of halftime. They have an eight-minute drive uh, just about and, and end up getting no points after the field goal is blocked. And, you know, if you've, if you've seen this streak – any of the games in this streak, you know, you're probably feeling a little bit of, uh-oh. Yeah. Um, is Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, are they about to, to mm -hmm. come take the lead here? And, I was feeling nervous. Yeah, and, and credit to to Denver's defense they mm -hmm. and the offense. They both rebounded. They responded the right way, the same way we saw against the Packers. A little bit of adversity, and yet they find a way to, to get the win. And um, so they just kind of physically dominated the Chiefs, especially defensively. Mm -hmm. That's the way you've got to beat this team with, with toughness by winning up front. The Broncos did that, and uh, it, it was no fluke that they snapped, snapped this streak. They uh, they played better than Kansas City yesterday. Definitely, Eric. I feel like this win was bigger than just snapping the streak. You know, I really liked what tackle Mike McGlinchey said following the game that a win like this makes this team 
believers. I mean, a win like this changes the organization. And I know head coach Sean Payton, he agreed with that sentiment earlier today as well. Yeah, I think that it, it changes your season, certainly. Now you're three yeah. and five rather than two and six. And um, certainly you wish you would have been able to get a game against the Raiders or the Jets or the right. Commanders and be four and four, at least going into the bye. But you're now set up, I think, to make a little bit of a run potentially here. Mm-hmm. Um, see if you can fight your way back to 500 and um, and see what happens. We heard Zach Allen say that the playoffs are still the goal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that from that standpoint, it's big. I think you see, you prove to yourself that you can beat an opponent like the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champions. And when you do that, then really you can beat anybody, I think, is the message in this locker room. And, um, you know, still some things to clean up, but I think that's part of it, too, is that the Broncos were not perfect by any means. Right. And yet they still won by double digits. And, and they set the standard, I think, for how they can play when they're at their best. Russell Wilson mentioned that yesterday. And I think all those things kind of combine to, to yeah, make this bigger than just ending the streak. I think it kind of resets things in terms of what this Definitely. organization is capable of this year and moving forward. It, it was a big win, so I don't think we should minimize no. uh, what this one means. Right. And it's, you know, kind of unfortunate where the bye week falls this year, Eric. You know, given the two-game uh, win streak, I feel like, like Javante said earlier um, in the show, they're on a hot streak right now. They kind of want to keep going out there and winning more games. Yeah, that's that's true. I, I think um, it might have been Baron Browning yesterday in the locker room. I said, I'm never going to complain about a bye week, a that's chance to get fair. healthy. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how this team does respond coming out of the bye week. And obviously, mm-hmm. we'll have a lot more to, to talk about as we get closer to that Bills game. But right. the Broncos will have a lot of rest preparing for that Monday night game. Um, you know, and they'll have a chance to go to Buffalo and I think send another message to themselves and to the league what they're about and, and hopefully um, able to keep that momentum moving forward. Sean Payton did talk about it previously as Saints teams weren't so good after the bye. So he called Andy Reid when he was still in Philadelphia and said, hey, how are you handling the bye week? And um, after that, the Saints adopted a new approach. They got better after the bye. Seems like that's going to be the same uh, kind of path forward the Broncos take where the guys are in today and they'll have the whole week. They won't be back in until Monday mm-hmm. and then kind of an altered schedule because of the mm-hmm. bye week or excuse me, because of the Monday, Monday night football game. game. But um, you give them some time away, give the coaches some time away, reset for this stretch run, the second half of the season. And uh, said, if you, if you're able to get a third win in a row here at Buffalo on Monday night football, I think the narrative today feels nationally like, Oh, mm-hmm. the, the chiefs had a poor game. Patrick Mahomes didn't play so well. If you go and beat the Bills in Buffalo, I think all of a sudden people look at this Denver team and say, man, they've really got something going on there. And, right. and we'll see, Sid, ultimately if, he, ultimately if it's enough to overcome the 1-5 and five start and, and the slow um, kind of beginning to the season that the mm-hmm. team had. But right. certainly it feels like they're building towards something, and hopefully they're able to continue that momentum after this bye week. Yeah, definitely. Eric, looking back at uh, Sunday's game, I know you mentioned the defense a bit earlier, but I know we've talked the past several weeks about the recent turnaround for the defense, but it really has been dramatic, their turnaround. And look at uh, their performance versus Chiefs. I mean, Chiefs didn't score a touchdown, which looking at that offense is really impressive from from this defense. Yes, and I think that the Chiefs have only been held without a touchdown three times in the Patrick Mahomes era. Wow. Um, you look back at the Super Bowl against the Buccaneers yeah. a couple of years ago against the Titans. And I think the key there is the physicality and being able to run the football on offense and dominate mm-hmm. time of possession. And then, you know, physically up front, attack that offensive line, make Mahomes uncomfortable. Uh, even if you're not getting him down on the ground, yeah. hit him, 
force him out of the pocket, be able to cover that that second act, as Sean Payton called it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, you really saw that from the Broncos. And defensively, you know, a, a lot of credit to this Denver group. They held the Chiefs to one of eight in the red zone over the past two games. Right. One touchdown. Um, didn't allow these huge chunk plays that, you know, last week you saw the Chiefs beat the Chargers because mm-hmm. they had – I think it was six or seven plays of more than 20 yards and certainly the Broncos were better yesterday in terms of limiting those chunk plays making the Chiefs earn it and right. listen they're going to get a few here and there and we saw Mahomes spin away from pressure a couple of times and and make outstanding plays and mm-hmm. he's a really good quarterback he's he a two-time will. MVP yeah. he's going to make those plays the response and the ability to not let him do those things consistently mm-hmm. gave the Broncos a big edge and um and they were just physical, right? Like right. whether it's Baron Browning, Nick Benito, Jonathan Cooper, Zach mm-hmm. Allen. I mean, these guys got after Patrick Mahomes, made yeah. his life miserable. And I know he's de- he was dealing with some sort of illness, but mm-hmm. um, they certainly, I think, made him feel a little bit worse. Definitely. The way they were uh, hitting them on Sunday. Yeah. We're going to offense now. I know you mentioned running the ball. You know, Javante Williams, he was another bright spot, another week in a row for this offense. I know he finished just shy of 100 scrimmage yards, and it was great to see him get his first touchdown back from injury, too. So really great performance by him as well. Yeah, I felt a little bad for him because the Broncos had that final stretch after the two-minute warning where they ran the ball, and he lost, I think, seven or eight yards. Yards. um, that pushed him below 100 scrimmage yards. So yeah. he would have had his 100-yard game, I think, for all intents and purposes. Uh, that that messed with the yards per carry a little bit. The Broncos, mm-hmm. I think, had a more efficient day than maybe the box score would show. But right. yeah, they just they ran the ball hard. They committed to it. Um, I, I think you saw at times there were moments where they could have gotten away from it, and mm-hmm. they, they went right back to it. They relied on it. Um, who knows? It doesn't necessarily mean that every game is going to be like this where Russell Wilson's only going to throw 19 passes. And right. um, I will say on in regards to Russ, he took it feels like there's a little bit of criticism about how he played. Well, mm-hmm. he only threw one incompletion in the second half and, and did what he needed to do yeah. for this team to win through three touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, that's got to count for something, something. still against a really good defense in Kansas City, a top mm-hmm. five unit in the league. Um so, yeah, with the, with the rushing attack with Javante Williams, Samaje P. Ryan got a carry, obviously, Jaleel McLaughlin mm-hmm. uh, didn't play many snaps, but when he was in there, got the ball, got targeted. Um, you combine those three guys, what Russ is able to do with his legs. Yep. Um, they were just, they, they were efficient. They didn't turn the ball over except for that one um, strip sack there at the end of the first half. So they played clean football. Mm-hmm. Uh, those things are all important when you're trying to knock off a team like the Chiefs and they, uh, they combined to have a great effort and, and win the football game. Yeah, I know head coach Sean Payton talked about Cortland Sutton today and how impressed he's been with him. I I think back to training camp in the offseason, Eric, about how different Cortland's approach was and you know how we all felt like this was going to be a really big year for him, and he got a sixth touchdown of the season. Same amount of touchdowns that he had back in 2019 when he made the Pro Bowl, so he's off to a really great start as well. Really tremendous. Yeah. Um, he's third in the NFL in touchdown catches, which is – is really remarkable, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, you look at the box score. He's got two catches for 29 yards. It doesn't look remarkable, but right. um, one of those catches obviously was maybe one of the best catches of his career where he's able to catch it with his fingertips. Mm-hmm. He talked this offseason about getting stronger, having that hand strength, being able to win those 50-50 balls. Well, we saw it on that play. Mm-hmm. And then later he draws a pass interference call, and Sean Payton talked about his ability to, to thrive in traffic and play well yeah. with a defender on him and draw those flags. That was a big moment for this team. And then certainly 
uh, able to get a touchdown that helped put the game out of reach. Uh, Cortland's playing really well. He's a big part of this offense. He clearly has good chemistry Good chemistry with Russ. Uh, it's just kind of a, you know, it would not surprise me if he continues to have this success and, and gets to, say, 10 touchdowns on the season. Yeah. And uh, certainly it's been a while since the Broncos have had anybody reach that mark. Yeah. Well, Eric, last question for you here. I know the trade deadline is tomorrow. That's at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. And head coach Sean Payton, he was asked about it after the game yesterday. He was asked about it today as well. But he said, you know, the Broncos, they're not remotely shopping anyone at this time. Yes, it is. And people keep asking questions, I which I know they, they have to they do. Have but to, um, right. the answer has remained the same really since the beginning of the offseason until now, which is that the Broncos like the guys on their roster. Mm-hmm. Um, people around the league are going to call. They're going to pick up those calls and, and listen to what teams are saying. That's right. part of what you do as a head coach, as a GM mm-hmm. um, in this league, as a front office, in terms of just making it's your professional obligation there. Definitely. But um, he said over and over that they like the guys they have on this team. Like you mentioned, they're not outwardly shopping. They're not remotely shopping anybody on this roster. Um, and he talked a lot about how at this time of year, there's a lot of pressure on, on reporters to, to be first yeah. and to get these scoops. And so he understands why names start swirling. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, said so the, the indication, and, and listen, we we never know what will happen in the Broncos. Sean Payton did say they have to consider not just this year, but kind of the, the future of the organization. And so right. um, as we sit here and record, what's this? Like we're about 24 hours away from the trade deadline as mm-hmm. we record this. It's not to say that nothing will happen, but every indication will be that the Broncos like the group they have. Obviously, you've heard several guys in this locker room talk about how they feel poised to make a second half run, Um, and we'll just have to see how it plays out. There's always a lot of talk Mm -hmm. uh, this time of year around the trade deadline, and um, you know, 24 hours from now, the smoke will have settled, and uh, Mm -hmm. we'll we'll see where everything stands. Yep, we'll see what happens. Eric, appreciate you joining the show today. You got it, Sid. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode. I'll see you all then.